Hello everyone, this is part two in our study through Exodus chapter 17 this week. Um, this week uh, we're learning about do we trust in the sufficiency of God and how do we even know that God is sufficient um, throughout this entire chapter and even largely throughout the Old Testament we actually begin to see um, that question being tested. Or, or that question always being asked by the by the Israelites, whether it's directly or indirectly, they're always asking the question: Can God really protect us? Can God really give us enough uh, to be able to survive the wilderness? And you'll see that they're always constantly comparing their current circumstances with things in the past, and what they have now is always worse than what it was before, and they fail to look forward to seeing what the Lord actually truly has in store for them. So I propose this question: That how is God sufficient? If we believe that God is sufficient, how is He sufficient? How does He do that? How does He prove that He is really sufficient? <coughs> Excuse me, through the Word of God. We first see that God sustains us. How do we know that God is sufficient? Is that He sustains us? We'll look at the first seven verses here. Then all the congregation of the sons of Israel journeyed by stages from the wilderness of sin according to the command of Yahweh and camped at Rehidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses, Give us water um, that we may drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test Yahweh? Now the implication with this question is that they think that somehow uh, God is not going to provide with the, for them and they think this is all Moses' fault. And um, Moses is really just going wherever uh, God tells him to go. Uh, so if there was a place where there's a lot of water, they, there's water because God brought them there. If there's no water, that means God has um, decided not to bring them there. So they're complaining and they're grumbling. They're, they're, they're really challenging um, the direction that God is taking them. They want to know um, where God is going to take them to survive. Um, and of course, we understand that they have failed in terms of understanding where God is um, ultimately going to take them and bring them. They, the Lord, Lord wanted to take them to a place... Uh, to their own land, to a place where there's a land flowing with milk and honey, a place where they'll be sustained. Um, and obviously, God spoke to them, knowing that they uh, were supposed, like the the people, were supposed to survive. Now we know in the numbers, the whole first generation of people are going to be gone, and God still sustains the second generation in order to get through. But this first generation, the reason why they didn't make it, is not because God was not faithful; it's because the Israelites were unfaithful. They wanted more from God, and they wanted. Uh, God to give them what they want at the moment and according to their timing. We have to understand in our life, God sustains us in, in ways that we don't fully understand or even aware of. God will always sustain us. And when we complain against God, when we complain to the Lord about what we don't have, it's a sin. Verse 3, but the, the people thirsted there for water and they grumbled against Moses and said, why have you why now have you brought us out from Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? Uh, so Moses cried out to Yahweh, saying, What shall I do with, the, with this people? A little more and they will stone me. To these people, they're not just, they're threatening to kill Moses for um, bringing them out. Um, and yet the Lord provides a way for them to be sustained. Verse 5, Then Yahweh said to Moses, Pass before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. And take it in your hand, your, sta your staff, with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it, and the people may drink, that the people may drink. And Moses did so inside of the elders of Israel. He named the place Massah and Meribah, because the quarrel of the sons of Israel 
and because they tested Yahweh, saying, is, the Lord, is Yahweh among us? Now it's interesting that both the Lord and Israel are testing each other. Israel is being tested in their dependency on the Lord, and Israel's testing God in, th- in trying to see if He really is a true God. We know as Christians that it is a sin to be able to test the Lord. Uh, we can ask for provision. We can ask the Lord for help, but He is not in any. He's not entitled. I mean, we're not entitled for Him to answer us because we must understand that uh, we are His creatures. He is our God. In fact, in Daniel, one of the reasons we make those three friends of Daniel so unique is that they told Nebuchadnezzar or you know the the king that if they were to throw, be thrown into the fire. They, uh, the Lord will sustain them, but even if they were to go down and they would be burned to uh, ashes, that it was okay. Uh, there's this trust that God is ultimately going to uh, sustain them, and if not in this life, then the next life. In our time and age, we're so, it's so easy for us to even look at this, and, and I mean, maybe it's, it may be easy for some of us to draw the connection between what, what they were and what we are now, but others, is, you know, we see the disconnect, we looked at them and say, look, there's a pillar of fire. Uh, there's a cloud that's, that you see every single day, but yet how could you not uh, trust the Lord? How can you fail to believe in Him? But we are the same way in, in, in different areas in our life. In our day and age now, with the government that is always constantly threatening to take away our liberties, uh, our what we used to, the way of life, the, the Christian moral ethic, um, even the influence, that whatever remnants of Christian influence we have on our nation is, is slowly dwindling away. And we might be afraid, and we might be um, doubting God, and, but we know, we must remember that God will sustain us. God said that He will He will build His church, and even if the church is not impactful in the way that we want the, it to be in the world, it's okay, because the Lord will still build His church in a very unique way, in a way that really, uh, can He could do this without us. He doesn't need us for these things. So even though the government threatens to take away our freedoms or liberties or whatever, Understand that that's not the end of the church. That's not the end. The Lord will always provide for His people. The Lord will always sustain His people. The Lord will always do whatever it takes so that the church can be built. And our job and our responsibility is to trust Him. Or even if you look at our economy, it seems like things are, are, are our retirement is threatened or, or, or jobs are, are, are being taken away. And whatever it may be, we know that we can trust the Lord. We can take courage and to trust in him and know that he is going to sustain us that's how we can depend on the sufficiency of the lord because he has provided us for us then and he will continue to provide for us in the future in times of of very difficult times we find comfort uh when we think about how um god how, how god will sustain us and even in our day and age when we're still relatively sp- safe and relative to other countries and other periods of time it is easy for us to criticize and think that, oh yeah, the Lord will uh, will obviously sustain us. But when those things are threatened, that's when we tend to freak out and not trust the Lord. But it's not like the Lord changed. The circumstance may change, but God has sustained us in the past and He will continue to sustain us in the moment and in the future. Psalm 54 verse 4 tells us that, Behold, God is my helper. Yahweh is the sustainer of my soul. Psalm 55 verse 22 Cast your burden upon Yahweh, and He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. Psalm 71, By you I have been sustained from my birth. You are He who took me from my mother's womb. My praising is continually of you. 
See, this is so amazing that even the Psalms, throughout the Psalms, understand that God is the one that keeps them alive. And especially in Psalm 71, verse 6, it says that we were sustained by birth. So it's not even our own parents. As a parent, I understand how protective I am to my kids, but I, have to, I even have to understand that the reason why my kids are alive has nothing to do with me. Uh, it's really the Lord working through me to, to sustain these kids. And likewise, if you're listening to this, that means that you were a child at one point and the Lord sustained you. And the Lord will sustain you from cradle to the grave. And that's why we can trust Him. And even in the New Testament, right, that Jesus was trying to teach His disciples to, to give us their day, our daily bread. And, and um, it, But yeah, he, he gives them a warning that life is not just about food. There's more to life than food. And we can trust the Lord that He will sustain us. It may not be the way that we like or the way that we hope, but the Lord will always sustain His people for His purpose. Some of the most amazing missionary stories that, uh, that, that, are, that, that we have in history are all evidence of God sustaining the people so that the gospel could be made known. And that's where we are in our time, day and age. The Lord will sustain us so that we can go and be faithful with declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ to those in our neighborhood and in our workplaces or wherever. Uh, we are here for a mission and the Lord will sustain us and He will keep us here until He deems it fit for us to leave this planet and be with Him in glory. So, how do we um, trust in God's sufficiency? We know that God will sustain us in this life. Uh, I hope that this is helpful. Tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Friday, we're going to go over how do we know that God sustains us is that God supports us. God supports His people. Uh, I hope that this can be a useful tool to encourage your soul to continue to walk closely with Him. Take care and have a good day.